Lonnie, get your ass away from there. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite line in the whole movie. It was really good. Iconic, honestly. This isn't the man. (laughs) The man is gone. What's left is pure evil. evil. (laughs) Amazing. All right, Isaac, what are we talking about? We're talking about Halloween. Welcome everyone to Flyover Film Country. This is the first um, first entry in uh, Spooktoberfest. Woo! We're going to cover an un, as of yet undetermined number of classic and uh, B-rate horror movies. I'm Isaac Sims. Joined by everyone else <laughs> who is supposed to jump in. Olivia Clement, Eric, Sam, and Walter Lyle, producer Walter Lyle. Thank you for the introductions today. Yeah, you're you're killing it. I'm really Thanks. proud of you. Awesome. Thanks. I'm, I'm I'm carrying. I mean, we're I'm carrying it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it also sound like Rick. But um. Anyway, what uh, what do you guys think about Halloween? Dude. This is like my fifth time watching it, so I right. love it, of course, I, by that. Since I will, alone. wasn't surprised. I'm not surprised to hear that you're the one out of all of us who've who's seen it the most, Eric. Thank you again. Yeah. yeah, I had sense. Isaac and I hadn't you hadn't, you hadn't seen it either, Isaac, no. right? Okay, no. yeah, Isaac and I watched it together, which we're going to talk more about later. But I had not seen it before either. Uh, and Olivia, you said you hadn't seen it. No, this was my first and watch. We okay, all right. Nice. Um, not to get personal or too personal into like the inner workings of our lives because I feel like we talk about our lives on here a lot. But Olivia, how was watching this movie? A, did you watch this movie? by yourself and b <laughs> did you watch it by yourself in your new living Wait, quarters we should specify that olivia because does olivia not does not like, like horror, horror movies. movies yes yeah. yeah yes yeah that that should be i know we've talked about it on the podcast before but i think we should start off yes i do not like horror movies yes i did watch it by myself yes i watched it by myself in my new living quarters she uh, is so and, brave yeah good job i i would like to say though I watched it in the middle of the day. I had some time uh, yesterday fair. in between my own therapy session and then going to work and seeing clients in session. And I thought, you know, this will be a good time, a real, real great way to just come down from my own therapy session and ease right into what I'm about to walk into in session. So that's an interesting day. Yeah, Starts off was, with a therapist too. Yeah. Or yeah. basically not yeah, right yeah. away, but later on second, yeah. second scene. So it does it does start with a, a therapist, a psychiatrist. Uh, so that was interesting to think about. What would I do if one of my clients was a psychotic murderer? Physical manifestation of evil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that's when I watched. I watched it yesterday in the middle of the day. It was. Was it scarier or less scarier than what you expected it to be? It was less scarier than I was expecting, which Eric, I think you told me this, that if I could get through alien, I would be fine. Oh yes. yes. And so that, that, that made me feel a lot better watching this movie. Mm -hmm. I was still worried about watching it by myself at night. So (laughs) I would decided to watch it in the middle of the day, but it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. So that's that's where I landed with that. It wasn't well, super scary. I'm very proud of you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I only Very watched brave. it because of this podcast. I was just saying, so. you did it for the podcast. <laughs> I did it for the podcast, you know, for the, for the kids, for the kingdom, for the podcast, yeah. for the fans. For the people, honestly, I don't think very, very many culture. Yeah, parents would link for the kids for the kingdom and John Carpenter's 1978 horror <laughs> masterpiece, <laughs> Halloween. But you know, it, these are strange times we're living in. Yeah, that's right. So, Olivia, your next assignment is you have to watch Midnight Mass. That's what all Mid- the cool kids oh, are watching no. right now. I honestly, so we were watching so Midnight scary. Mass last night and or the last several nights. And I feel like it's something that we could cover on this podcast because it's Definitely. A, so heavy on Catholicism and Christianity and B, so set in this like desolate Middle of nowhere. Place. It's like, it really like, is yeah. like a, its own version of flyover country where the people are so cut off from the rest of reality and they're living in their own little worlds. Yep. And, and really, they, th- that's why they end up turning to, you know, religion and, and higher po- a higher power. Um, and I guess you could say they're inventing their own higher up power. So as someone, and this is definitely a detour as someone who has no, um, like relationship with Christianity, that, that series was a trip for me. <laughs> it, it's interesting because I feel like I've gotten, uh, like I take, I take that aspect for granted because like I've grown up in Christianity, but I was really hoping that it would return to more Hill house uh oh, area yeah. of scares and less like people talking about their feelings because i he like mike flanagan kind of does that well but like i don't i don't <laughs> think he does it really well and so i was like man this is just really heavy on all the emotional oh, stuff there were, so, wait, wait, there were so, so many dialogues in there i'm like okay yeah are you, I need to fast forward are this. you trying to say that hill house was not about the emotions and the feelings because that for me no, 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 that no. was all it was toward okay at the end at the end that's what it is and it makes sense but like it's if you watch blight haunting a blind manor mm-hmm. that's all blind manor is like it, it there were hardly any scares and like right. i was in it for the scares midnight mass is the same way except it's obviously him grappling with all these like problems he has with catholicism and he probably grew up in catholicism gotcha. so but i guess what i was trying to say is like hill house is so scary like okay. like the first three the what it also i'll just say it felt more like a soap opera to me than a horror show i mean we can disagree on that but <laughs> that's fine <laughs> a whole separate episode of the podcast <laughs> yeah we just yell at each other about hill house we uh this episode's about halloween yeah um so um but I guess I guess we're, we'll keep like mentioning it unless we just mention it outright. Walter and I watched this together, and we recorded the first ever Flyover After Dark, which is um, me and Walter watching and commentating on movies mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. was a success. It was really, um, it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, it's like a I think the final video is like twenty three minutes or something, and so we've got so we got some good humor, a little bit of analysis. Um, but just, it's just a couple of boys having fun watching a movie. So we crack ourselves up in there. If you can do that, it, it should be most of the time. It's pretty entertaining. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. so with that being said, let's jump into Halloween. Um, I'm going to pull up John Carpenter's filmography real quick. So I was going to ask, what are y'all's experiences with John Carpenter movies? I've seen the thing and I've seen the 
2018 Halloween, and he, I know he didn't direct that. Right. Um, but the thing is, the only other of his movies that I've seen. Gotcha. And I that, absolutely that is love a the great thing. one. Yep. Yep. I that think one. Oh, go ahead, Walter. No, no, you got it. You got it. I was going to say, John Carpenter's like responsible for us, or responsible for us being able to have Jamie Lee Curtis and Kurt Russell as movie stars because those two yep. movies. Halloween, I think, was like Jamie Lee Curtis's first, I think, starring role in a movie. I think before that, she was only doing TV. Kurt Russell was only doing like B-rate movies in like the 70s until he did The Thing, I think, was his first movie with John Carpenter. And those really, those two movies brought both of them to stardom, which was pretty incredible. So John Carpenter, he's an incredible director and storyteller. Yeah, this yes, is actually, is. The, this is the first John Carpenter movie I watched. Um which I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like is a pretty good introduction to John Carpenter. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You were, Walter, what were some of your like overall technical like takes on the movie? Cause I remember you saying some general things about the directing and lighting and that kind of thing. Yeah. Whenever yeah. we so were watching you, it. I'm not a filmmaker by any means, but I am a photographer who also does some videography as well. So I, I like to pay attention a lot to the technical aspects of like filmmaking. And, and we talked about Isaac and I mentioned this when we were watching the movie, but um, I really, really enjoyed uh, the lighting, um, in this movie, which may seem stupid, but, um, I feel like he did, they did such a good job with, prov you know, providing lighting that looked very natural in the sense that like a lot of movies during this time, and maybe this was when it started to shift away from this, but movies in this time and before a lot of the lighting for scenes were very direct and not practical looking and so in this one like in the in halloween if something is lighting the subject or a scene or whatever it's it's you can always trace it to or you can always convince yourself that it's coming from a practical source like that's probably an artificial light coming in out of the bedroom into the hallway but they made it look like strong moonlight or street light coming in and so that was awesome um, there's a lot of great use of shadows and lights um, especially with a few scenes uh, involving Michael Myers uh, when, you know, like one where he slowly emerges out of like this pure darkness in a doorway, um, him popping out of the backseat of the car for that now very iconic <laughs> kill. Um, so lighting wise, I thought was awesome. Um, I thought uh, uh, cinematography was great. Uh, aside from uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I thought most of the acting was, not the best. <laughs> yeah. There. No, I, um, uh, her and her and uh, Donald Pleasance as Loomis definitely carry the movie as far as the acting goes. They get passes, but everybody else. I think a lot of, I watched the commentary with uh, John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis that they did for, I think it was the 35th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the cast members were like wives or husbands of people working on the crew. Uh -huh. because makes the sense. movie was shot on like a shoestring budget of like $300,000. Yeah, I think, I, I, th I thought I saw the final budget number for that, but y'all keep talking and I'll look that up. It was um uh, as far as the lighting goes and some of the like how tactile and practical and low budget they had to be. Mm -hmm. The opening scene with, with the house that's like shot like a one take and the POV from young Mike and Myers. The, yeah. And you kind of realize yeah. maybe five or six minutes in, Oh, you're like, you're, you're in his point of view. Iconic. Um, 
really good, but also they had to, they had to run. They had one light source and they had to run from room to room. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, it was either that scene or the very last scene. I remember I I, I heard on um a podcast, a really good podcast about this movie, uh, Blank Check with Griffin and David is doing all of John Carpenter's movies right now. Their Halloween episodes with Alex Ross Perry, who directed Her Smell. Um, and it's really, really good. And he gives this incredible kind of breakdown of what had been happening in horror from 68 to 78 and why Halloween was so rev- revolutionary that I'm going to straight up copy from here in a second. Um, Cause I, I think it's important to like, yeah. I think it's at least interesting to set the stage for like why this movie was so successful. Yeah. Real quick before you do that. First, I want to say great job for uh, promoting another podcast on our own podcast. Very cool. Blank check with Griffin <laughs> and David is like the only podcast that that's in the big picture. Those are the yeah. two they get passes on here. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> They'll Isaac give us money them. one day. They'll give us money one I, day. <laughs> yeah, Isaac promotes them, I think, almost yeah, in every episode. Every episode. Every episode. <laughs> we get it. You listen to Blank Check. Okay, sorry, guys. Uh, okay, so real quick. Actually, I'm not sorry. Budget. We know. 1978 Halloween had a budget of 325000 um, which uh, they were obviously able to stretch to the complete max, uh, as we saw. Um, and just as a contrast to that, and I'm, you know, I'm not taking into account inflation or anything, but the 2017 Halloween, uh, had a budget of $10 million. So quite the jump, uh, from between the two. Um, so yeah. Okay. And it made, um, $47 million. <laughs> it was a phenomenon and made like 20 different sequels. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which we the can whole franchise. Which I don't know if y'all know this. John Carpenter, when he made this movie, he intent fully intended it to be a one-off, and I don't think any of the sequels have his blessing. So, really, take that with. Except I think the Gordon Green newer ones, because he's a producer on those. Uh, Pretty sure. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, y'all want to hear the uh the very quick uh history of horror? No. Okay. <laughs> Walter, you can leave. Um, so, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, and The Great Omen. Movie. Who's, who's, I've seen Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Has anyone seen some of those? I've, I've seen, seen all of those. Eric's seen all of them. Amityville. Okay. Yep. You, I have, have seen part Amityville. of The Omen. Okay. Oh, y'all need to watch Rosemary's Baby. I know. I know. I, I've been no. wanting to for a long time. Oh, and I have it directed by who will not be named. Yep. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, yeah, no, I've seen Exorcist is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. So good. And I think out of all of the old classic horror movies holds up the best by today's standards, which we can, we can talk about that later. Um, and then I have also seen Amityville Horror, which is actually, in my opinion, not great didn't hold up well but yep. i would love to watch the omen and uh rosemary's baby um here w- what do all those movies have in common they are horror movies <laughs> besides that uh demon possession yes, yes. satan oh. Demon. Oh, okay yeah and the, the point i'm about to make is one that alex ross perry made on that podcast so i'm not I, I didn't do any grand thesis or uh, you, research you on this. Play, play their podcast on our podcast, and that'll be. Yeah, I think that's what we should do. Okay. No, because like uh, the four of us, our charm, our charisma, over, yeah, 
over theirs. Yes, please. Yeah, Come on. this is our thing, man. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. All of those movies are demon possession slash satanic slash get the hell out movies mm-hmm. that happen to good upstanding people. Um, they they didn't do anything wrong. They just moved into a house, or they they just in Rosemary Rosemary's Baby's case, the baby just happens to be the <laughs> devil. Like um, horror ending. had yeah exactly horror had been happening. But horror and B-horror had been happening. In fact, like B-horror was the beginning of indie cinema because it was some dude who was like, people love being scared. People love seeing like gory things. Mm-hmm. So, and it was just some, some like dude who was like, I, we have a horror festival in town. This is like back again before streaming and all that. We have a horror festival in town. I could make something for like $10,000 and probably make, you know, 500000 or a million dollars. Like, I'm just throwing those numbers out there. Good so n- you had like prestige drama horrors from people like Polanski and uh, who had, you know, it wasn't Faye Dunaway. The one in, uh, or uh, Mia Farrow was in. Um, yeah. You're thinking of Chinatown. Yeah. Faye Dunaway was Chinatown and Mia Farrow was um, Rosemary's. Rosemary's baby. So you, you had like, you had prestige actors and directors making those scary movies. Halloween is about a guy who kills for no reason and it's portrayed in a movie and he's killing babysitters in the suburbs where everyone is supposed to be safe. Mm -hmm. That's why that movie like just took the whole country by storm and eventually the world. And this movie came out in 78. Guess what was happening between 68 and 78? Uh, I don't know. Tell us. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy, the Zodiac Killer, the Golden State Killer, uh, okay. and uh, Berkowitz, the Son of Sam. So, like, John Carpenter captured, like, he he just, he did. He just, like, captured this paranoia and absolute fear that people had of, like, someone could literally just come into my house, kill me. Like, crime rates were going up, random killings. I am ending that whole thing by saying, uh, again, that I took a lot of that from Alex Ross Perry. Yeah. So... <laughs> No, that's I'm, pl- I'm plagiarizing, but I'm also being upfront that I'm. No, that's okay. Oh, you're good at plagiarizing. I think that was like, very informative yeah, for me. I like yeah. that, and it, it it like it brought this instead of like paranormal, supernatural. Oh, that can't happen type horror. It brought a very like realistic. Hey, this can happen type horror to the suburbs because it was like Central Illinois. I think it's a fictional town. Uh, I think it was based on one of the producers' hometowns. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um from New Jersey, even though it is uh, in Illinois. So they, like nondescript area. Pretty, pretty insane. Another insane piece of trivia. They had like in every scene uh, that if this movie feels empty because there are no, um, there, aren't, there aren't that many extras. Cause they just, you can tell they just didn't have that much money. Right. Um, and so it feels empty, which adds in a weird way to the scariness, but then also like it's supposed to be fall and like October and clearly it's Halloween day. And any scene outside where you see with leaves are the same leaves that they like <laughs> painted brown and carted to different locations to right. shoot. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Cause it was filmed in LA. Right. So yeah. like, yeah, they wouldn't have those types of leaves out there. Interesting. I told Walter too, that I went and ate brunch with my brother and sister in law and they live in Pasadena. And it was like, it was like September 
Um, and there are all these people in Michael Myers masks and jumpsuits, like walking up and down the street. And I'm like, what is going on? And my sister-in-law looks down the street and she sees that the house where they filmed, it's like, it's Lori Strode's house. And she goes, I'm pretty sure that's the house where they filmed it because there was like this huge party outside. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's cool. So and sure enough, it was filmed it in Pasadena. Isaac's been to California. <laughs> we get it. California. What? 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 Anyway, my dad, my dad calls California the left coast. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I've never heard that one before. That is very good. Uh, man. Olivia, so, I want to, yeah, I want to hear Olivia's thoughts on this because she's been really quiet. <laughs> Maybe on purpose. The, so this, I think actually the Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out like four years before this, I believe actually, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 1974 or was it after 1984? Either way. I think it was, I think it was 74. Okay. So this movie really kickstarted the whole final girls trope where mm-hmm. the main character who is a girl survives all these crazy ordeals and comes to a final confrontation with the killer. What are your whole, what are your opinions on that whole trope? Do you like it? Cause it's, on the spec there are a lot of people on the spectrum on this argument Mm -hmm. i mean so okay so i think yeah alien and halloween i think really kicked started that that whole trope i am kind of here for it i think that ripley was a better final girl than Lori, because Lori just i mean it was it was the whole like trope of the scary movie like character or like a character in a scary movie where she would like do something and then just sit there yeah like after she shanked him in the side of the head with the knitting needle she just sat on the couch <laughs> she's like i, I was like either. i was like girl what are you doing <laughs> never Get- turn your back yeah yeah and then and then whenever she you know stabbed him in the face in the closet and he was laying on the ground. I was like, no, what do you, she just calmly, yeah. not calmly, but I kind of calmly goes up to the kids and is like, are you guys okay? Like checking in on them. I'm like, get them and get, get out. Like GTFO, what are you <laughs> doing? Shredding to watch. And so, I mean, I don't know. I think Ripley is a better final girl, but I do think that this was, I, and I think we talked about this when we talked about Alien, however many times we talked about Alien, is this was really ahead of its time in that sense. Like, like now, of course, movies are going to purposely try to, you know, make the female character, you know, a strong, quote unquote, badass, right, to, to show that women are strong and capable, right? And while, yes, that is true, I think that this wasn't, this wasn't necessarily trying to make a, I, I don't think it was trying to make a statement because now it feels like no matter what i watch anything is trying to make a statement of some sort Mm -hmm. and i think that this was like hey let's just let's make this our our end game with this character as opposed to hey you know what we should do make sure the women feel empowered yeah Yeah. you hit that on the head because uh i think a common complaint or not even a complaint a common comment with this movie is the three girls you see in the movie, Lori and her two friends, I forget their names. 
Lori is like Annie the peer. Is one of them. Right, right. Annie's one of them, and I forgot the other one. But Lori is like the peer, like virgin. She's not a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. She's not trying to party. Whereas mm-hmm. the two other ones are the complete opposite of that. They're just trying to get in trouble, have fun with their mm-hmm. boyfriends the whole time. And those two get all- killed off like instantly. <laughs> right. And John Carpenter. A lot of people are like John, Car- like, w- like, w- is John Carpenter trying to make like some kind of commentary with that? And he come out mm-hmm. and deep like, that and said, no, he is not. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. And he said, no, he's not trying to make any kind of commentary. So then, okay. Cause I, I mean, that wasn't a complaint of mine necessarily. Cause again, it's been many years since this movie came out and the, our country has changed a lot since then and all the views on women and, you know, uh, sexuality and stuff. Um, but that's, I, I, I thought that I was like, it's very clear that the killer went after, uh, you know, quote unquote, promiscuous women, for lack of a better term, right. uh, starting with his own sister at the very beginning when he was a kid. Yep. And then all the ones he goes after and kills are just women who are doing the nasty. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So what I guess, like, what are y'all's thoughts on that then? Like, so how is how how could that not be? I don't know. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, how, how would that mm-hmm. not be kind of a clear theme, I guess? I think it's like, um, my, my thing is that Lori isn't, she's not necessarily, she's pure compared to Annie and her, the other friend, but she's not like a prude. And I think that other horror movies kind of like, especially like Scream's a great example. (laughs) Like whenever the main character in Scream, like in the third act, finally, like has sex with her boyfriend and you're like, Oh man, she's going to die because she had sex. And they've been like having and scream is about that meta commentary. Yeah. It's kind of like a parody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a parody and it's so good. I love scream. Um, but then obviously it's like Wes Craven was like, Nope, I'm flipping this on his head. Like she's going to, she's going to get out. It's not about like, I'm not going to vilify women like that. Um, Lori's just kind of like, she just wants to read books and she's nice. And she's like, and I love that, that's how she is and she's not a characterization of like no i'm like reading my bible and like <laughs> i don't have a boyfriend like i don't want to do that sort of stuff like yeah and, yeah. Well, and, and, and oh, no, sorry. go ahead go ahead i was gonna say she's not a saint by any means mm-hmm. right like so so she smokes a joint right you see her in the car with with i think annie mm-hmm. and she's smoking a joint and she cusses mm-hmm. you know heaven forbid but she so she's not a saint in that sense either mm-hmm. i think like kind of what isaac was saying she she just kind of likes what she likes and and isn't really interested in and she's a good babysitter mm-hmm. yeah so annie and linda by the way we keep saying the other girl it's annie and linda sorry keep linda. going linda did Listen, y'all know linda. that the original title for this was the babysitter murders which I would, Isaac told that me that would have been a pretty awesome title. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I Halloween's think, good though. Yeah, it is pretty good. Yeah. The night he came home. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing, or not, not the other thing. There are lots of other things. <laughs> How about the scene where he, uh, Loomis and the nurse drive up to this oh, to yeah. the ward, <laughs> and everyone's just wandering around on the ground. That was crazy. That was crazy. Like I knew that scene was coming, and I was still like oh shoot oh shoot like yep this this is this is gonna be scary <laughs> yeah i love the scene where the there the there's that jump scare on the back of the car when 
yep. when yep. Michael Myers jumps on the back of it yeah. and he just pops up out of nowhere. Like yeah. you don't yep. see that coming at all. He's just yeah. in the back of the frame. You just see him jump out of the back window on top of the car. Really good scare. I thought, um, and th- this was one of those scenes that I tried to watch it with the lens of somebody watching it in the theaters in 1978 um, instead of me watching it on my computer in 2021. So yep. like I try to put myself in the the mindset of like, okay, these common horror movie tropes don't exist yet. You know, like, you know, so that whole thing. And so mm-hmm. watching it with that, I was like, that was a good scene. But looking back on it, I think it's one of those scenes that does not hold up as well as like some people might think. Um, like the the music came in at weird times. Um, the way his hand like came into the window. I made a joke. It looked like he was just trying to like uh, gently shampoo the nurse's hair. On the drive. <laughs> I, like, I don't know, man. It's kind of taking me out of it just a little bit. Um, and then he, he, but then you see him choke a girl to death later, <laughs> <laughs> but he like, he slaps the window and the window like shatters. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, okay, that's actually, that's pretty intense. Um, and it was, and it's, uh, just a lot of surprises basically. Like you don't expect some of those things. And so, it, I feel like for the most part that scene didn't hold up, but there was still a couple of things that I'm like, okay, like at the time, this would have been pretty terrifying. I think another another way that this movie really differentiated itself from uh, all those other movies I mentioned earlier is that, and as far as the music goes, John Carpenter did the composer. did the music. Yeah, he he composed the music for this movie because it was so tight, and he was a he is a he still is a musician um by trade and or the, and that's what his training was and walter and i made that comment to each other like the music's just too heavy-handed mm-hmm. like this movie would be it would almost be scarier if you only got the the piano theme for for mm-hmm. michael myers whenever you saw him but it kind of keeps showing up randomly mm-hmm. um and almost and almost too much and even some scenes where he's just by himself and it's just quiet and you just hear him breathing. Like those scenes are scary, but I think that the music just came in too much mm-hmm. and it should have been a little bit more um, like restrained in that. Yeah. yeah and understated yeah. Yeah. because there's a scene in the new one where uh, Lori's granddaughter and her friend are running from Michael. They jump over a fence. She she jumps over the the other fence. He trips and falls, and the light in the backyard is kind of blinking on and off. And that scene is really, really scary. And it's just like completely quiet. And you just see Michael get closer and closer and closer. And it's like that sounds terrifying. The scariest yeah. thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I've not seen the. I guess I think. That one is technically the sequel, the 2017. Did you say it's 2017, 2018? 18, yeah. Yeah. So that's like technically the sequel to this one, correct? Like yes. none of the other ones matter. Canonic. Have you, yeah. Eric, have you seen any of the other ones? I have not because okay. I haven't either. And I know I've only read and heard a little bit about like the lore and how each of them connects and which ones are not canon. And like, yeah, it, and it's just, I've it's heard really some, confusing. It's like fan fiction yeah. that. Yeah, I remember listening to the commentary and uh, John Carpenter was pretty much just bashing like the second and third ones. Like, yeah, this is <laughs> not what he envisioned the story to go at all. So I was like, okay, uh, there's no reason to watch this. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of how I feel too. On the, the the new one is good, good though. I would okay. say worth seeing. I've, I've, yeah. I have heard that. I, I need to watch that. 
Yeah, I, I would like to, after watching this one, I'd like to watch the new ones because here's what it said. Now, this is Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt, uh, but I think it's uh, uh, it's from an uh, official source. But it says, 11th, this is the 11th installment was the one that came out in 2018. 11? That's, cra- that's crazy. Yeah, because there's like Same. two, three, H2O. Uh-huh. And Rob Zombie did direct Rob Zombie yeah, did like a, yeah, yeah, he did those. Yeah. Rob Zombie remade it in 2007 and then a sequel to that one in 2009. So those are both by Rob Zombie. And then the 11th installment came out in 2018. And we mentioned earlier, directed by David Gordon Green is a direct sequel, a direct sequel to the original film. So the 1978 while disregarding the previous sequels from Canon and retconning the ending of the first one. So um, Hmm. again, having not seen, uh, t- the 2018 one and uh, obviously nobody has seen Halloween Kills because that comes out this month actually October 15th right yeah. yeah it comes out October hold on I'll look it up okay oh I didn't realize it came out so soon That's yeah crazy. it's coming out um, so I guess it retcons the end of the 1978 movie yeah. to where he's in prison because I think uh, okay. that he's in prison at the beginning of the Ooh. the David Gordon Green movie Olivia has her hand up. What you got? It does come out October 15th. Okay. So you were correct, Walter. Walter, we should go see it. Who's directing that? David Gordon Green as well. I... He's he's doing he's doing this one and then the next one is Halloween ends, and apparently it's gonna be oh, the end. It's like a or trilogy. Will it? Yeah. Probably very not. interesting. Um very interesting. Uh Danny McBride is apparently a co-writer on Halloween. He... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that when I was looking at it the other day. I was like, Danny McBride? But whatever, good for him. Wild. Yep. Oh, yep. no, he helped write the 2018 one, too. Okay. Wow. Hey, little girl, oh. give me <laughs> some Kool-Aid. <laughs> that is funny. Good, we good need, for Danny boy. Nice. We need to do Hot Rod on oh, here. Gosh, I would love to. Um, Scariest part of the movie. I think so. If you watch the, if you go and watch our after dark video, Walter and I like lose our stuff in the at, at the in the car scene because it's just so it's drawn out perfectly. Like, like that was like it was the first kill of like the oh that one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no that one is like I said it's now iconic. I mean like that's one of like the most widely recognized like kill scenes in any slasher movie. But I think what was so great about it was like he said the build up. Like you can feel the tension, and when I believe it's Annie, is that right? Is one mm-hmm. yes. So she gets in the car, and like as you watch her, she's like leaning forward and like like putting her hand on the windshield because it's been all fogged up. And then for me, I didn't. I was like, why is it so fogged up? It's just been in the in the garage. And then like right right before Mike Myers popped his popped his little butt out, I was like, oh, it's because someone has been in the car and he's breathing inside. And then it was like it was too late and we just lost. And then Walter and I were like, wow. <laughs> girls. Those it, it was that was yeah, very good. Very well done. Did you guys watch it with subtitles? Because it just said heavy breathing every time Michael Myers showed up. It was just like watch it with subtitles. Heavy breathing. Really? Oh wow. That would be <sighs> That would be the subtitles for our podcast. If we had really- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I knew he was, well, one, I had an, I had a feeling he was like, I knew that was coming at some point, that particular scene. But when she came back, cause you know, the, the door was locked 
And so right. she had to go and get the keys and she came back and she pulled, she didn't even try the keys. She just opened the door and it was unlocked. And I was like, Oh no, yeah. something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Well, and so. like her death had been built up even longer than that. Cause like when she, and she was in the kitchen and like, she got, mm-hmm. got like a stain on her clothes or something. So she got like undressed completely in the kitchen while Mike Myers <laughs> washed her through the window. As, and- as one does when you babysit, you just completely literally all the time it's uh, definitely normal yeah i love yeah. how the, this movie's set in the 60s and it's like no one's dressed like they're in the 60s no one's acting like they're in the 60s everybody's <laughs> acting like this is like the late 70s I to know. early 80s but then like so then like so you're like okay well she's gonna die right now right because she's naked and he likes to kill people when they're naked but then, as one does right again uh and then you're like oh she doesn't die yet and then she goes out for, for there's a, a weird their laundry room is at a separate building in the backyard so she okay. has to, like, <laughs> I, I will normal. say also very very normal yeah. i would say I, yeah. I will say my aunt and uncle lived in a house at one point that had a separate like like kind of like a they called it the bungalow it was like a detached it was detached it was like kind of like the guest bedroom essentially Mm. and it had the washer and dryer in there as opposed to inside their house although i did think that's so weird and i still think it's weird it's unusual yeah it's unusual the fact that it was like and isaac pointed out because she locked herself in the building and then got herself stuck in the window and that very yeah. step, bro, what are you I, doing type? That was, that was super funny. Like I, I didn't really find her character amusing very much. Whenever she got stuck, I was like, uh, of course. And like the way she was playing it, I was like, this is pretty funny. Like, and like, yeah. like that, that was all literally just be like, okay, she's going to die right here. Okay. She's going to die right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die right here until finally she gets in the car and that's when she dies. So that build up was great. Even though the way she played most of it was a old tad goofy. Uh, also she was, so, I think, I don't think she was goofy. I think she was annoying to me. She yeah. was annoying yeah. and yeah. she's sure. a bad friend. Mm-hmm. I was fine with her dying. Right. Oof. I was like, just I, I love it when not, die not very feminine of you olivia <laughs> i know it's not very empowered like empowered women empower women but she's not an empowered woman she did not respect her friend's wishes to just yep. stay out of her business mm-hmm. she was not very feminist she wasn't a good babysitter no. she also was oh, a terrible God, no. babysitter. you know who was a good babysitter Lori strode yeah Lori. babysitter yeah. stars man she killed. I would. Yeah, I would. Sure. Yeah. Want that. Lori to to babysit for me if I ever have children. Dude. Apparently, Tommy, the the boy, the little boy that she's babysitting, is like a grown man in Halloween Kills, the one that's coming out in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Oh, he's and a- you can see him like going on the hunt for for Michael. The I don't remember the, what the the little girl's name is, but the actor's name is Kyle Richards. And that name stuck out to me for whatever reason. And I was like, why do I know that name? Kyle Richards is a housewife on one of the like yes. Real Housewives shows. Yeah. And I only know that because my brother loves the, the Real Housewives. And so I've seen her and I had no idea she was a child actor. Wow. None whatsoever. Yes. She yep. portrayed Lindsay Wallace in Lindsay. Halloween. I think it's yeah. the girl that, like there's the boy and the girl. I think she was a girl, right? Yeah, she was a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, freaking Annie was like, Lindsay, can you answer the phone? <laughs> and Lindsay just is very focused. As oh, she's, just watching, is. she's just watching her movie. I was she's like, vibing. I was like, I totally, totally resonate with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Please she, don't bother me. I'm just watching my movie. <laughs> as as the kids say, she's vibing. Yeah. She's vibing. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So, um, oh, her. Hold on. I think I just found out something else about Kyle Richards. I could. This could be wrong, but it says that Paris Hilton is her niece. Yes, that is correct. Hmm. Huh. That is, in fact, correct. Her sister is the mother of Paris Hilton. How makes sense. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Kyle Richards for you. <laughs> anyway, did y'all notice that in the in the end credits? Michael Myers is credited as the shape. The shape. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What it's even creepy. It's even creepier. Like even after like the credits start rolling, you're like, why don't they just call him Michael Myers? But they're like, <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not Michael. Him. It's, it's pure evil. It's the boogeyman. Yeah. Why? So why do they never refer to him as the shape in the movie? I don't know. I think it was just a, it was like a little director thing. Like, I'm just going to do this. Feels right. So, Did John Carpenter tell you that? He, yeah, he like we were on a call the other day, okay. and I was like, yeah. John, like, just tell me, like, why, why, <laughs> so, what? shape? What is what's with that? He what was went like, into that well, decision? And I was like, yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold on, I'm looking up why he was called the shape. He was. It just says that John Carpenter said he's called the shape because of uh, the mask that he wore. And the fact that he was hiding in the shadows most of the time. The yeah, he's just lurking. Yeah. Let's talk about the mask real quick. Y'all know what it is. I know. A mask. It's a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask that they painted white and cut oh, the wow. eye holes a little bigger. I didn't know that. Good. I did not Check know that. Yep. 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 Very scary. <laughs> so and, you're telling me I could just buy a William Shatner mask, paint it all white, and then cut the eye holes a little <laughs> bit bigger, and then I'm good to go. Yep. You're the shape 2.0. You're okay. you're the you're the therapist, you tell me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't know how those correlate. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a Loomis and like crazy person joke. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't land. Well, you, but, what do you female shape? So we talk about empowering <laughs> female. Shape. Yeah, I I will be I will be the female shape, but I still want to be called the shape. I don't want to be called the female shape. That feels that's it's a little reductive. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You're gonna go. You're gonna go kill a bunch of like Chad high school students like wearing <laughs> new balances and Nike socks. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you mix the brands? <laughs> Speaking of speaking of brands, I just this has nothing to do with anything, but this made me think of it. The other day I bought a pair of Adidas shoes and my card, my bank like had to verify that it was me because I have not bought anything that that wasn't Nike in a very long time. And so my my bank was like, Hey, are you sure this is you? I think this is fraud. That's <laughs> like, crazy. We think we know you pretty well. Yeah. And, uh, it's not you. That's so <laughs> anyway. I was just, anyway. I, I thought that was really funny, but yeah, I'll kill. I, I wouldn't mind killing some chads. Um, uh, John Carpenter went up to William Shatner at a, <laughs> at a comic con and tried to introduce himself and William Shatner ignored him. <laughs> like he was on his cell phone and like just completely ignored him. And I love that because it's so like John Carpenter is a pretty chill dude from what I can tell. Like he, he, he's super smart. And then William Shatner's just kind of like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember a, a goof, I was a at ball moron. Yeah. I was at the Kansas City Comic Con like four or five years ago and William Shatner oh, was right. there and he was charging like two hundred dollars on autograph and the line was like going out the door. And I was like, You you couldn't pay me really? to wait in line. No, yeah. That sounds miserable. Yeah. But William Shatner, he's yeah. I don't know how I feel about yeah. it. I'm not a big Star Trek guy though, so I'm not either. I did on that note though, I did read that um the reason they chose a William Shatner mask was because Star Trek was really big at this time. And so it was easy <laughs> to find uh just like any kind of Star Trek mask. Yep. So interesting. This also, was like the one of the yeah. uh one of the best Mike Myers jokes in uh, Baby Driver. That was a really good gig. Yeah. Yeah. Get some, get some Mike Myers masks. Yeah. It's like I did. Like these are Austin Power masks. I hope. I, I wish they didn't spoil that one. And I think it was in the trailer, but I, I remember seeing it there. I was like, oh, that was still pretty funny. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Any what? any remaining thoughts on Halloween? Uh, I would like to know what other movie scary movies y'all are going to be watching. I'm gonna try to watch some from that list you sent me, Eric. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I saw the devil. Like I know you love that one. Right? Oh, that's like one of my favorite movies yeah. of all, no, just that all one's, time. That one's been in my watch list for a long time. The um, director Kim Ji Woon. Mm-hmm. He's never talked about at all in the Western Hemisphere, but he's like up there with like he's a. I think he personally, I enjoy his movies more than like Bong, Bong Joon Ho and Park Chan Wooks. His his filmography is pretty incredible. He did a Tale of Two Sisters, which. Apparently you watched okay. a terrible American remake of and you could <laughs> should have watched the original. Which is the tale of two sisters? It's with the, the, the two sisters that one of the sisters comes home from a psychological or a, a, like a mental ward. Oh, is um, it the Anne Hathaway t- movie? Probably. And she gets taken in from like her her dad and like a Wait. new... What, yeah, what's the it. American movie? I That's have what no I'm trying idea. To remember. I remember you yeah. telling me you watched it and I was like, oh, you should just watch the original. American. Well, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was it was of course classic American taking an Asian concept and just remaking it and making it worse. Wait, what was the name of the movie? A Tale of Two Sisters? Yep. Okay. Um But he's done he's like a master of horror. Like, oh, it was the it was the uninvited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were you there <laughs> oh, when we I did watched see that? that movie. Were you there I when saw... we watched that, Walter? Watch what? The Uninvited? Mm mm. Uh it yeah. was yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> it's it's a really bad movie. <laughs> no, okay. That's what I figured. Yeah, that was like not good. Um, oh, I, I was gonna say, a, audition or, is audition on the list. Uh, I don't know about that one. It's it's like Takashi Mike. It's like one of the most famous horror movies of all time in modern day Japan's. Really, uh, it's what's very, it called very audition. Audition. It's got like a 4.4 on Letterboxd, which is pretty rare for horror movies to have something, anything above a 4. On I've also had... Um, Actually, no. Why don't, why don't you play in hell? No, no, no. That one and One Cut of the Dead. One those Cut of the two, Dead is on Shudder. It's a Shudder the, movie. Yeah, those like, were two from, recomm- recommendations from you that I've, I'm still Yeah, One Cut of the see. Dead is good. It's I like would, a play on words of Shaun of the Dead. Can yeah. I about yeah. something slightly unrelated for a second? Yes. One of my favorite... Not just horror movies. One of my favorite movies is It Follows, um, That's which good. Isaac good and, you and I watched kind of recently, a couple months ago, maybe. Yep. Um, and of course, I, I having just now watched Halloween, 
there are a like it follows <laughs> took a lot of inspiration from Halloween in more ways than one. Um, the main one being, and I mentioned this to you, Isaac, when we were watching Halloween, but um, it was very interesting that of course, at least until the third act, um, a lot of the scares, quote scares, basically you see Mike Myers is in like broad daylight in the mm-hmm. like, suburban type situations, like in neighborhoods, like by the school, uh, whatever it follows um, kind of has that same, like, like whatever the creature, whatever shape, whatever shape of a person it's in, it's always moving very slowly, but deliberately. And it's very often like in broad daylight. And um, I, I thought I was like, wow, like it took a lot from that uh, again with a low budget. Uh, I think it follows also mm-hmm. a very uh, small budget, uh, at least by today's standards. Um, and then it also, it follows was also very much a commentary on uh, sexuality as well. Um, I'll be in, it's true in a different oh, yeah. Halloween for sure. Just because you know, made in different times. Um, but I, I did want to draw that parallel between those two movies. Um, cause like I said, I love it follows. And uh, I think only in, it, it was not a big hit when it first came out. I believe I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, I think it's like a cult classic now. A lot of people more popular kind of like Halloween love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, a couple, I, I think it was like junior year of college. I was home on Christmas break and this family that we knew was out of town. And, um, one of my good friends was like house sitting and he was like, everybody come over and like, we'll just have some drinks and like watch a movie. And I invited another friend who like didn't hang out with our friend group very much. And I invited him and he's like, what movie are y'all going to watch? And he, and I told him oh, we're going to watch it follows not thinking anything of it. <laughs> and he's like, he texts me back like a couple hours later and he's, he wasn't like judgy at all. And I, and he's, and he's not that sort of person, but like, he is very like against any watching anything like that. And I just kind of forgotten. And he's like, if you really want to watch that kind of movie, that's fine, but I'm not going to come. And I was like, <laughs> Oh shoot. Like, <laughs> like going, going back to, uh, you know, that, that kind of culture that, uh, of the church and youth group that we grew up in. I, yeah. was, I was like, yeah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So it follows came out in 2014 with a budget of 1.3 million, which I think is, is still pretty low compared to a lot mm-hmm. like other movies at its caliber, I think. So, um, yeah, uh, if, if you haven't seen it follows fantastic movie, definitely worth a watch. Olivia, that would be one you shouldn't even watch by yourself like period. i wasn't planning on it yeah no have y'all seen lake mungo uh-uh. no. that's like the scariest movie i've ever seen i'm out it's, it. it does the thing where it's like uh the trope of like there's like some somebody standing in the frame and you don't even notice and then Mm-mm. then you see them and Mm-mm. nope like just Mm-mm. a face right like right there is the whole time Hill oh, no. House, Hill House does that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I love that. I love scares like that. that it's kind of cheap. Strangers. But, it's very. It, it gets a good enjoyment from me. Lake Mungo. Yes, it's. I'm gonna look that up. It's like a kind of a found footage mockumentary type okay. movie. Um, so that that style also is very very cool. I I do enjoy. Uh, I think it's on. I watch it on Prime Video. Like, like two Mungo. months ago. I don't yeah, think like Eric, What do you think about uh, Texas Chainsaw? I love Texas Chainsaw. I think that that and Halloween would make a pretty fun, 
fun double feature. I think if I had to pick between the two, I would probably like Halloween more because it's more, I guess, more campy mm-hmm. and more like on the nose about being the movie that it is. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre is is more. I, it I, feels. I, is it artsy, feels. Is, I don't so know if that's the real. word. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. That's like it's it's dusty. It's dirty. Everybody everybody's sweating like the whole time, and it's like it's terrifying and unnerving in a way that i watched it in broad daylight and the final oh girl, y'all, y'all gotta stop doing the daylight thing y'all are ruining but, horror no, no, movies no, no. By i didn't, I didn't watch it in daylight it's still happening okay still had <laughs> chill out you're lucky i watched this movie yeah olivia gets the the pass because she doesn't do horror movies yeah all right leather leather face is is iconic yeah, but like so scary like yeah. at the end the and, and that's why i think i don't I oh don't yeah the ending any is, other, is very good actually i don't think any other horror movie where the girl gets away delivers this sort of this girl is like going to be like seriously scarred for the rest of her life mentally because of what just happened like that's the kind of movie that texas chainsaw massacre is and you're in like I was just kind of like gripping the arms of my chair subconsciously because it was so visceral. And by the time she's like in the car, like covered there are a in lot blood. of similarities between her and Lori because she's kind of, she yeah. takes care of like her disabled brother. I think that's like her duty throughout the movie is mm-hmm. taking care of her brother yep. while everyone else is out like partying and drinking mm-hmm. yep. and surprised. She's the one that gets away. I just, my, my letterbox review of, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is sheesh. <laughs> that movie it holds up very well, actually. It's it's like you it's couldn't probably, tell yeah. it, it, it it's made in the seventies, like you knew Halloween was. Mm-hmm. And it's no. interesting that Tobe Toby or Tobe or however you say his name, Tobe Hopper. I, I, yeah, I feel like he didn't. Other than that, he didn't continue on to do as notable things as even as like John Carpenter did with the thing, um, in Wes Craven. The, those whole the those the three of them are just really interesting comparing them at the time. Someone else pointed that like pointed out that like John Carpenter existed his his directorial kind of stint existed in this perfect overlap of people buying a ton of VHSs and that's how yeah. Halloween made so much money is like tons of people went to go see it on word of mouth and then it made so much money on VHSs from people buying it. And then stuff started transitioning to DVDs, like in 2001, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was, his movies, yeah, his movies are 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 timeless. I think John Carpenter has like one of the best like filmographies out there. Mm-hmm. Like he he can do like he he did sci-fi, he did action. Um, he he's he's a master of the arts. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy um, enjoy his movies. I didn't. I didn't answer the question earlier of like what other John Carpenter movies I've seen. Uh-huh. And the only one I've ever seen, I oh, seen yeah. I so he did The Fog and I haven't seen that version, but I've seen the the remake which was also terrifying, but I also was probably like 12 <laughs> when I saw it, so I don't know if I'd feel the same way. Anyway, but he did Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. And that is that is like a Clement family staple. That is so he awesome to hear. Love that movie. So, um, yeah, that's a fantastic movie that I think yeah. everyone should see. And it's kind of, I mean, it is kind of creepy. Like the, the, like 
the bad guy or whatever when he yep. has the super long nails. Ooh, scared me a lot as a kid. The it production really design on Big Trouble in Little China is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love I love the look of that movie. It's um, good. It's great. Big that's fan. so awesome here that you saw or that you've seen that and it was a staple. That's if we yeah. had to pick one movie for Olivia to watch, just <sighs> one more scary movie, which okay. would be Saw. <laughs> no. Oh, come no. on, James Wan. We haven't talked about James Wan. I think James Wan won for a long time. I don't like Saw, but I like his other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think like after 2000, he's like the most he like changed the horror mm-hmm. genre, modern day horror genre with the movies that he's done because he had Saw, which started the whole body body torture torture porn jo- subgenre. Oh, of horror. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's pretty incredible. Then you had, I think he did, he also did Insidious, which was like the whole haunted house, modern day haunted house. Oh, I hate that too. And then The Conjuring was like the franchise, like the Avengers of scary movies. And like, I have seen The Conjuring. Yeah. Oh, Patrick Wilson goes, I am the Ocean Master. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. But but all those those sub genres now, like you have, people like imitate or like doing doing those t- kinds of movies and james wan was yeah. really the first one to make yep. those kind of movies so he's he's very important filmmaker for horror in like post 2000 yeah. i think saw came out in 2003 but like all the movies that he's done really like kick-started their own subgenres. he's the he's the closest to a, a craven or carpenter yes yeah. for sure yeah. yeah my like my two favorite like horror franchises are insidious and the conjuring. And I think that is not, it's, that's not a mistake that it's James Wan who's done both of those. Yeah. Um, I, Have y'all I, seen malignant yet? I, uh, I, did you like, uh, malignant? No. I enjoyed malignant because someone told me what, kind, what to expect from it. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, if I didn't temper my expectations based off of that comment, I probably wouldn't have liked it, but I kind of knew what I was expecting. If I had went in there thinking what I was going to, expect i probably wouldn't have enjoyed it but yeah i yeah. still enjoyed it um yeah i think it was, it was cool james wan he, uh, his wife worked on the script oh. i think olivia sent that the little information yeah. about that which i thought was really cool like pretty much she she was pretty much the inspiration for that story and it was a passion project because nice he doesn't really get to work on movies like that anymore right and That's he cool. pretty much used like the like the bonus money from Aquaman to make that passion I was about project. to say, he actually, I just found out, uh, looking at his IMDb, that he directed Aquaman. Um, That's why I said I'm the ocean master earlier. Even, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm giving I, you a hard time. Aquaman 2 sounds uh, pretty canceled right now, according to Twitter streets, last I checked. Because of Amber Heard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is very unfortunate because I kind of Aquaman I, 1. I'm, I'm kind of like... <laughs> Both of them are okay. 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 I I don't have a before this conflict with them that they had with each other. I didn't dislike either one of them, but because it's become such a thing of like he said, she said, and it's not. It's it's not. I don't. I don't know. Like I, there might be overwhelming evidence that one over the other is like more in the wrong, but since it's just against one or the other, and it's not like. I, I don't know. It's I, it, to me, it's like okay, they're both terrible people, but I'm not. This is not a Woody Allen or 
or Weinstein yeah. or what have you type of scandal where I'm not going to go. I'm going to go see Aquaman too, because it's Aquaman. Like right. it's yeah. Aqua, my man <laughs> and the ocean yeah. master. I really, yeah, I really says, enjoyed the first Aquaman. I, I just find it hilarious that she doesn't let anybody reply to her tweets that she doesn't follow. She has yep. her Amber Heard restricted, which is pretty funny. What kind of things would you say to Amber Heard if she, if you knew that she was going to read your tweets, Eric? I really enjoyed your five minutes in Zombieland one with Jesse Eisenberg. There you go. She I looked very she good. She looked that. very good in that movie. In high school, yeah. me. Really She's the one that gets eaten that. right at the beginning, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she was the Drew Barrymore of yes. Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. good oh, I, good that was I haven't even seen Scream, and I know that. Good pool. You need Thank to you. watch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm. 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 I'm dubbing. I'm knighting you. Nighting you, you must, sir, <laughs> sir S. Nope. Olivia, the shape, sir S. The female shape. The female. <laughs> you must watch Scream no. before October. I say before she has October? to watch. She before has October to watch Saw because okay. it comes first no. alphabetically. Then she can watch Scream, and they're both She'll on think HBO Scream Max. is funny though. It'll make her. It'll kind of temper take a Olivia. little bit of the edge off. Should I do a double Wait, have y'all seen Saw? Have y'all seen? I think I have not seen Saw. Saw. This, is, Eric, this is why you need it. to come stay with us in Little Rock, and we'll watch a bunch of horror movies together. So Saw really isn't. It's really the Saw sequels where like the body torture and torture porn just go ballistic. The yep. first one is honestly very. It's more like suspense thriller with like some kind of frightening and terrorizing stuff. See, that's but just it's not like it's not like body porn, but like torture porn, like the yeah. other Saw movies. I hear yeah. you. I'm still not going to watch it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I can't do it. Walter, what were you going to say? I thought that was curious that like we started Halloween, Walter, and you're like, I can't do gore. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> Well, Halloween. Okay, yeah. The only person Saw I know who listens a, to death metal. It's a good opportunity so. to bring it back to Halloween. Okay. Saw has what's his name? Well, How can I forget his shape? name? <laughs> From Princess Bride. What's the What's the dude's name? Gary oh, Elwes. Yes, he is amazing in Saw. He's that's his best role as Saw. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's he's awesome. I guess it's because he he plays against type in, in Saw. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? You said you said my name, and then. Were interrupted like fifteen times. Uh, I interrupted you about the gore thing. I think. Oh, the gore thing. Oh, I figured that could be a good opportunity to bring it back to Halloween, uh, because we're getting close to time, so we will wrap it up in just a minute here. Um, but yeah, I was very surprised at how very little gore there was in Halloween. Like it was a slasher movie. With it's basically the first just uh, scene. Yeah, yeah. Little gore, way more boobs than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I saw way more boobs than I thought I'd see. In this we got movie. the boobies. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I covered Walter's Fine. eyes. You can see it on the uh, yeah, YouTube yeah, video. Like my virgin eyes. Oh, yep. that's yeah. really sweet of you. Way to way to guard his heart. That's why you should have friends like Thanks. I. Uh, Watching the even uh, though even though Walter's married. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the commentary of of John Carper and Jamie Lee Curtis during that scene was just hilarious. I won't spoil it in case you guys. Ever stumble where can we where can we find that how can we listen to that i think it's on their the blu-ray or dvd of the movie oh so i'm never gonna see i learn more this is why i know so much (laughs) about movies is because watching or listening to audio commentaries from actual Mm -hmm. filmmakers instead of people's like secondhand analyzing movies yeah 
like no, we are? You get, you're getting it direct. <laughs> I heard or I read somewhere. My friend told me that. Uh, I think I saw a tweet that one time said this thing. <laughs> this sounds like um, a tweet about vaccinations at this point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No comment there. You're going to go there. Um, I, oh, here, here's like kind of last anecdote and we can wrap up because um, I know we got uh, we got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. The end of the first day, I also don't think we've mentioned that Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of Tony Curtis and Janet Lee. And Janet Lee was in Psycho. Mm-hmm. So she's like, that's kind of like a huge legacy and oh. that she was carrying on. That's basically why she got hired. And then <laughs> later on, Carpenter, you know, ends up hiring her for more movies because he like really is impressed by her. And she has, she's a good actress. He called her and she thought she was about to get fired. And he told her, and this is verbatim, like, or this is just what I heard from, from the blank check podcast. But he, he said, <laughs> again, I gotta, gotta plug it again. But you could tell that he didn't want to say that, but the I like- didn't want to say it, but I, I, yeah. Podcast. Um, Carpenter told her, darling, I just want to tell you how great today was. And it was just like, it's like a sweet Aww. little thing to, to like know that he, that he said that to her. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was on the first day of shooting and she's like, clearly proud to be part of this yeah. franchise even though she's kind of done very different things throughout her career since then yeah because range? i think when she was she got a call from john carpenter her first instinct was that she got she was getting fired from the movie mm-hmm. and that they, they, they talk about that on the audio commentary of blu-ray is oh. where blank check probably copied that from yes and where you probably had it first eric yeah yeah, audio commentary, good source of very, very good source of information from the actual people. I haven't done any commentaries since Jeff Nichols, but I I need to up my game oh, and start yeah, doing them yeah. again. It's so it's awesome listening to like your like it's just think like it's like a podcast with your favorite actors or favorite directors. Yep. It's yep. pretty incredible. I've right. heard I've heard that the the thing commentary with Kurt Russell and yeah, oh, and Carpenter Kurt, is hilarious. Kurt Russell on audio commentary is he's such a stooge. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I heard they're just. I actually watched a clip where it's like the scene where the dude's arms. Yeah, he's get he's doing the uh, defibrillator and his arms get eaten off, and both of them are just laughing their yeah, asses they're, off. They're like, like oh, high, this is so like, crazy. Yeah. They're like in the skies, completely doing that audio commentary. <laughs> they're just like it's amazing. laughing uproariously. I was like, yeah, I have it's, to watch it's this awesome. commentary. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. All right, let's um, let's get to wrap real quick. I want to do this real quick uh, since it is October and we are celebrating horror movies. We're going to real quick go around the proverbial proverbial circle, as it were. And I would like everybody to say their top three horror movies. Oh, dang. Three. We'll start. Like with- whenever people ask me this question, like I, it's like I've never seen a movie before. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, okay. I know for sure. It doesn't, one have, of to, my- hold on. It doesn't have to be in order. You don't have to do like first, second, third. You can just say like, just top three. These are the three. Go ahead. I know for sure. I, I know for sure one is Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell, okay. which is this really schlocky. Um, That's not Amber Heard, is it? What? Is Amber Heard in that? Or is it a different No, I forget, I forget, I forget it's a who blonde. it is. Yeah. I, I okay. forget who it is, but it's so scary. It's so cheesy, but you can't help but be just terrified by all the jump, the jump scenes. Oh, there's jump scares in it? 
Have you never seen it? I, I haven't thought seen you would have seen it. No, oh I, my actually, gosh, Eric, Sam Raimi's have to watch it. Sam Raimi's filmography is. I've only seen Evil Dead. I haven't seen anything else from Sam Raimi. I would say I would you honestly say Spider Man. I've seen Spider Man. Actually, I forget. Okay. I forget. Come on, Spider Man. Here we go. Um, Right, well, I really, I really do love the original Evil Dead as well, and Scream. Those are probably my three favorite. Three. Yeah, okay. or actually, Evil Dead Two oh. over original Evil Dead. Oh, yep. really? Yep. Evil Dead Two is like it's scary, but it's also really funny. What about Army of Darkness? About how that. does that? How does? I haven't seen that? that one yet. Okay, but he goes yeah. like back in time. Like he, yep. he's a time traveler. In yep. that it one. apparently just gets super weird, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't become like a. It's not horror anymore at that point. Um, it's Olivia's it's like, gonna answer something like a Schindler's List, like the true horrors of. Oh gosh. Because <laughs> you joke that she doesn't that she doesn't like horror movies. Right. That's what I was trying to yeah, say. we're we're gonna get to her, but Isaac, I want to make sure your three are Drag Me to Hell, Evil Dead Two, and Scream. Yep. Okay. Yes. Those are Isaac's top three. Uh, let's go to you next, Olivia. And I know. Okay. No the strangers like horror movies. Yeah, so this is from someone who does not like horror movies. Um, so I'm gonna go Alien. Nice. Signs. Yes. Nice, sir. Signs and I'm gonna go Midsommar because it was oh, creepy wow. as hell. Okay. So, another Final Girl movie. Another Final Girl movie. I like I like how so, you pronounce Midsummer too. It's very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Apparently that's the right way. Is it really? I just thought Apparently. the witch is also. Uh, I hate there's the all witch. these horror oh my gosh, movies the from witch. A24. They're all Final Girl. I tried movies. watching the witch, and I could. I made it like halfway through, and it was very boring. Yeah, I was I thought it was boring. watching it. I enjoyed Maybe it. Maybe stopped watching before it got interesting. Maybe oh, I, I enjoyed. Probably. That's Roger. What's his name? Eggers. Robert. Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers. Okay. Nice. Um, I also want to mention. I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about James Bond, but. Insidious, I, I like Insidious, um, and I actually want to revisit it, but the scene at the beginning of that movie when they start realizing that what's haunted, is the house haunted or is the kid haunted in that movie? We're all haunted. It's, it's the, it's the point of living all of them. Yeah, but the, kid, <laughs> the kid is the one who's stuck like in what they call the further. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at the beginning of the first Insidious, when there's like different paranormal things happening in different parts of the house, Patrick Wilson goes downstairs and Rose burns upstairs and there's someone walking on the deck outside yes. and then he just walks straight into the room. No, it's a different I, talking about. That's a different scene. Cause I've seen this movie so many times that scene. <laughs> Rose burn is, I think she might be no, Oh, Patrick. That's in the bedroom. That's in the bedroom, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she and Patrick Wilson were in a fight. So Patrick Wilson was sleeping on the couch that night. Oh, okay. Is in okay, her okay. room by is in the room by herself. Yeah, and the guy's pacing, and all of a sudden he goes out of frame, comes back in, and then he's inside, which is a one of my favorite uh, scares. Of I was just so terrified. So like, good. oh my gosh, she's in the room. It's like, so good. Yeah. Right. We'll so good. Okay. Okay. Hold on, nice. Olivia. Your top three are. Sorry, hit hit me hit me with it again. Alien. Signs in Midsommar. Amazing. Dang. That's actually from from a Signs is um, oh man. Signs is underrated. I love Signs. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good list, Olivia. Thank you. Well done. Thank Aaron. you. I'm gonna go. <sighs> I I've seen so many horror movies. It's hard to just pick three. Yeah. I think oh, I saw the devil because it's it's like an action horror revenge movie. Mm-hmm. 
which is very good. Um, audition and pulse, um, mm. oh. to J horror movies. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I just think, I just think Asian horror movies, like it's like Western horror movies just don't hold a candle to Asian horror movies and the, the way that they do suspense and the way they still tell stories uh-huh. is miles. I, I should watch more of those too. Yeah. I've heard they're really good. Yep. Nice. Okay. I'll uh, check it out for what are, me. What are yours? Um, talking about Insidious, I can't decide between the first or second Insidious for me. There, but I actually saw Insidious. Insidious Two is the very first horror movie I ever watched. I used to be very against horror movies, and I saw Insidious Two when it came out in theaters when I was in college because I took a girl to try to impress her, and it did not work. So, watch. Uh, <laughs> it was like us watching Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it was. We watched Insidious Two, and then I there there's a scene of course like a lot of horror movies there's a scene where you see the silhouette of the ghost or the demon through a shower curtain and i remember i could not close my eyes in the shower for like two weeks after i watched that movie because i was it was so terrifying to me uh, so yeah so either the first or second insidious uh the first conjuring movie that would be my number one spot i know we're not qualifying particular spots but number one has got to be the first conjuring you set these rules. You can break them if you yeah, want I'll, to. I'll, I'll do whatever I want, man. Uh, <laughs> the third one, man, it's tough. I have a few bouncing around in my head. The first one that comes to mind for the third spot is uh, the first uh, uh, Quiet Place. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought Quiet Place 2 was good, but it was... It, just didn't have the same effect as the first one. I didn't need a backstory or like anything about like the aliens and whatnot. Um, and it was more violent than the first one. So it was, it almost became kind of a thriller slasher. I like the the third act of, of quiet place two, but quiet place one was much more about the suspense. And of course the family dynamics I thought was very, Mm. I think those would be my top three, I guess. And you I said was, you're not yeah. going to watch Saw, even though your two of your favorite movies are directed by James Wan. I love James Wan's work in those two movies, but I really am not interested in what Saw <sighs> has to offer. I'm very sorry. Man, y- y'all are missing out. Y'all are missing can't out. Do it, it is, it is very good. Walter's just here, so he doesn't get fined. I, I know Isaac will do it and do me justice. We'll watch uh, it and yeah. do me justice. Yeah. Ideally, I, I would one. watch it with someone who really appreciates it because I don't have very many people in my life who, well, I thought for sure Walter would be on board, but with what? Uh, there, there are a couple other people who would watch Saw. With There's me. this video I'll on YouTube. It. It's like how to break every tra- trap in Saw, and it's like an hour long, and that is video I need to watch. That sounds interesting. Nice. Right? Wait, yeah. wait, wait. No, I just sorry. I would like to amend my last one. It's not a quiet. <laughs> I, just, I was about to be like, I, I wasn't gonna like shame you for your pick, but no, that's I, no, that's fine. You can shame yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, no, I, I like a quiet place one more than two, but I was like, I mean, of all the horror movies, like no, a no, quiet no, place no, above I, all those. Idiot. I was I was a very dumb kid when I said that back then. Okay, so, <laughs> way back then. It's actually Conjuring one insidious two i decided and the original exorcist that's mine OG okay. exorcist is something yeah. else exorcist is well. yeah. yeah that is that's a good, good movie i cannot believe i did not think of the exorcist over a quiet place gosh i was so stupid. william <laughs> Fr- who directed that? william fright freaking yeah freaking okay 
Yeah. Just, um, I'm just trying to stay up on my movie trivia. There you go. Nice. Um, Walter, are you going to give a preview of the, uh, the YouTube? Yeah. 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 Let's talk. We'll, we'll talk about this and then we will wrap it. Um, cool. We'll wrap a great episode here. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we, I think we mentioned, we introduced it in the last episode, the idea of our, uh, fly yes. after dark. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, right um, that wasn't just big talk. Uh, we've actually, we've done it. We started it. Um, so, uh, actually just, uh, very recently before we recorded this episode, Isaac and I got together and watched Halloween, uh, to do our very first flyover after dark episode, which is where Isaac and I watched the movie and have live commentary along with it. Um, I was able to edit it, everything down to just 23 minutes, including our quick review at the end. Um, and so, uh, our, the flyover podcast is definitely more about analysis and, you know, kind of a deep dive into whatever the movie is. Uh, but flyover after dark is, uh, it's a little more off the rails. It's a little more twisted. It's a little more offbeat. Twisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a little. Deedle, deedle, deedle. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you get scared easily by movies like Halloween, uh, I would encourage you to watch our very first flyover after dark, uh, about Halloween where we just kind of riff on it most of the time. Um, and we had a great time watching it. Right. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We should have had just Olivia not watch, watch the movie and just watch our uh, commentary. <laughs> <laughs> that could have worked pretty well, actually, now that I think about it. I will say I was not scared to be alone after watching this movie. I was okay. Nice. That's good. I don't know if that would have been the case had I watched it at night, but yes. That is all right. I have a, you gotta do. a hammer by the side of my bed just in case. That was, I had that before, before I watched this movie just because yep. I am a single woman living by myself. Yep. So, that's hammer is a great weapon to have. Thank um, you. Very, very common you know, in yeah. action the movies. And the, like, I'm thinking thing? of Old Boy. Right? Yeah, yeah. The head. Oh, yeah. The Raid. The Raid and Old uh, Boy Drive. Yeah. Oh, oh, how could I forget to try? Yeah, that, yeah. wow. Hammer is a very good weapon. That's a good choice. Thank you. Uh, are we are we doing another scary movie for October? Well, yes, yeah. we were watching Saw. It was like, we're, we're, we're done, right? We're, we're done. I just want to know what movie are we watching next so yeah. I can mentally prepare myself for that. No, we're going to. I was wondering about that. First, so let's play. we have not decided. Well, yeah, let's play a little preview of our uh, flyover, our first oh, yeah. flyover. Yeah. Flyover. Uh, here it is. Did you see Lil Nas like? Uh, that's the wrong clip. I'm gonna edit this, by the way. <laughs> Where was that you, that's going? That's another teaser. If you really want to know what I, I have to I, say I, about I Lil do Nas, want to know where that's that going. is a very good <laughs> teaser. Holy, I'll say I'll edit that out of the podcast because I started playing at the wrong part. But I think about leave that part in, so y'all can wonder what <laughs> Isaac has to say about Lil Nas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here it is for real. You're double fisting that cigarette. <laughs> she just inhales like an insane amount. She burns down half the cigarette with one inhale. Smoke comes out of her eyes. She's <laughs> <laughs> like one of those old cartoons with smoke up there. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Jerry lit him on fire. <laughs> that was actually the first scene they filmed in this movie. That's how the, she said her voice is so deep the rest of the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> she had a normal voice before that. All right. 
There we go. That's our little um, video that Eric also pointed out that in that scene they're smoking a joint. Yeah, and, and we Walter had- didn't realize that until later. <laughs> and I was like, she was smoking. She was smoking weed. They were smoking <laughs> weed. Yeah, um, that's pretty funny. Yeah, no. So you, that's going to go up. Um, I don't know if we have an exact date on that. Probably. I don't know, Isaac. What do you think? Should we put that up the same time? Episode as- and the uh, YouTube would go up on the same date, which was initially October 9th. Mm-hmm. But if we want to bump it back earlier, we can just drop it on the or uh, with a surprise. Yeah, it's all ten people who are interested. Yeah, when do we get to hear the little Nas X teaser? When it, Is that well, part you of the can episode? go watch it because uh, it's in the drive. Yeah, it's oh, in, oh, yeah. Okay, people who are hosts of this. I, I was wondering where that being was a going. Host. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can watch <laughs> For the masses um but yeah the uh if you're listening to this podcast right now uh, on whatever platform you're listening on um our very first flyover after dark episode about halloween is also up on youtube as well and we'll have links for that possibly can we have links for that in yes okay yeah we'll have that in show notes and stuff yeah and at the very least i know we'll have links for that um on our instagram which we have started to use more is that right that's correct. Yeah. Uh, what's the Instagram handle? At Flyover Film Co. At Flyover Film Co. Y'all give us a follow yep. there and keep up with us on that. So um, real quick before we wrap, what, um, what is next? What movie are we going for next? So I think it would be fair. I think we could reasonably cover two more or okay. possibly three more uh, <sighs> horror movies. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think to be fair, we can let Olivia pick. And I don't so want to gonna... pick. I don't have a scary. I mean, besides the movies we we I named, I don't really want to go out of my way to watch another uh, scary movie. Well, Shaun of the Dead. That's a good one. Okay. Shaun of the Dead. That's a horror. Edgar Wright. Zomcom. Edgar Wright. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Olivia, it could be it could be a tried yeah. and true. It doesn't Just have to be something. There. That's a suggestion. There. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something that like new or if it's familiar territory you can just okay but we haven't actually covered alien we've just talked about alien that's correct we've talked yeah. about alien a lot so I, if you want to cover alien to, let's, we can start, let's cover... do alien let's cool. do it wow. okay and then we'll do a Good movie pick. from 1980 because halloween 78 yeah alien 79 oh mm. what's a good one in 80 we could do uh let me look it up racking my head here the thing came out in 1982 but that's Pretty similar to but 1980. A couple years later, yeah. 1984. That's also another job. And then, Carpenter. Eric, what do you want to pick for? You want to think about it, <laughs> guys? Yeah, I, I think I think anybody that enjoys horror, I think Saw is like essential viewing, like legit. <sighs> I don't know Let's if do any of us. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just messing. Y- okay. y'all, y'all don't have to watch Saw. <laughs> All right, I think there are very two very very good options for a 1980 horror movie for after we do. Uh, what do we just say? Alien. Alien, yeah. So Alien's next. And then after that, we could either do Poltergeist or The Shining, both of which came out in 1980. I have not seen Poltergeist, but I have seen The, seen the Shining, and I think The Shining is fantastic. The opposite of sh- is true of me. I have seen Poltergeist, but I have not seen The Shining. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know. I'm leaning more towards Poltergeist because I feel like it's got a little more of that camp to it, which would be in... It does. <laughs> kind of what we've already been doing for October. So, I mean, what do y'all think? I'd be down for Poltergeist. I've seen it before and I kind of want to revisit it because I didn't love it the first time I saw it. Okay. Have you seen it, Eric? I have not. Um, okay. At least- I don't even know if I'm going to be on these episodes, but yeah. Uh, 
That's true. I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about The Shining. I think me and Isaac both love The Shining. I love mm-hmm. The Shining. Yeah. But we can, I mean, we it's can, Ian's choice. We can um, uh, ta- table the third pick, but the, okay. our, our second pick for Spooktoberfest will definitely be Alien 79. Nice. Also wow, a masterpiece. Yeah. Eric, you got to be on for Alien. Yeah, I Eric. probably will be. That's we'll, another movie we'll I've seen double-digit amount of times. Dang, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. I'm bigger than Scott fanboy. All right, uh, all right, ready to wrap it. It's been yep. a little bit of a lengthier one, which is fine. Um, but uh, that is our take on 1978 John Carpenter's Halloween. Um, great movie, um, and I think we all enjoyed it on some level, even Olivia a little bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up next is uh, Alien, nineteen seventy nine Alien, which I'm excited about because I have not seen, but it seems like everybody else has. So really scary, really good. Yeah. Cool. Um, Kickstarted yeah. the sci fi horror genre. Yeah, it did. Yeah. All about. Um, and please remember to rate, review, subscribe, show this mm-hmm. to anyone you know who likes Halloween or it follows or blank check with Griffin and David. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person who listens to, to yeah. them that we know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Charlie day. And, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, like red eyed, like yeah. drawing the, the, the <laughs> red yarn lines from here to there. Um, Good pool. about, about blank check with Griffin and David, but, um, yeah, share this with anyone, you know, who loves or hates Halloween to see, um, how our opinions compare. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> If you hate this movie, we have a problem with you. So we hate you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe Poltergeist actually came out in 1982, so that one's out. So no, <laughs> it sounds you... like The Shining. Oh, it was it dropped it, that your one. Google search probably was like just it came 80s. With 80s. Yeah, but The Shining yeah. did come out in 1980. So I also saw that Friday the 13th just... came out in 80. Oh, we could do that too. Uh, I've never oh, seen that one. That would be interesting. Yeah. Okay, I mean, we'll we can double check. But... I love how we do. We do a sign off, and they're like, oh, "Okay, what's next?" <laughs> if we do, if we do either The Shining or um, Friday the Thirteenth, Olivia, you can watch our recap. You don't have to watch the whole movie, guys. I'm gonna do whatever I want because I'm a strong, <laughs> independent woman, and I don't care what you tell me to do. So I was offering. Uh, I know. I, telling... Hey, hey, Isaac. Was thank offering. you. I appreciate that. Good. You're being thoughtful. We're like and just trying to help. I attacked you. Yep. Hey, Olivia, I, I believe you can watch Saw by yourself. <laughs> Thank, in the dark. Thank you, Eric, for dark. your support <laughs> in the dark with by myself. Hammer, like, <laughs> with, like with a here. blanket over over me. Just with a tinfoil hat like uh, Joaquin yeah. and uh, yeah. signs. Oh, another good full wow. Yeah. Nice. All right. We will uh let you guys go. Um and one last thing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Are you actually- <laughs> Okay, Great. good.